The Gospel Shaped Home Podcast is a family discipleship resource from Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina that aims to equip you and your family to be on mission with God to the end of the street and the ends of the earth. Welcome back to another episode of Gospel Shaped Home. I'm Andy Owens, our pastor of Family Discipleship, and today I'm joined by a brother we all know and love, Dave Owen, our senior associate pastor. Dave, welcome, brother. Hey, buddy. Thanks, man, for having me. It's a joy to be here. Yeah, so glad you're here. Now, around Providence, uh, a lot of people know who you are. You've been around for a while. But why don't you still go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your family. Just make sure everybody who's listening knows who who, uh, they're hearing from today. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, as you said, I'm Dave, uh, married to my best friend, Julie, 23 years. Met her here at Providence. Just the the dad of four kids, four crazy kids who I love to death, Josh, Emmy, Juju and Ray Ray. So okay, they are nineteen, uh, seventeen, fifteen, thirteen. Wow! So they're yeah. four teenagers right now. Yes, it's wide open at the house. Wide open today with Dave. I wanted to talk about illustrating the gospel in everyday life, and really not just illustrating, but delighting in, glorying in the gospel in everyday life. In Philippians chapter three. Paul, he, um, he describes true believers as those who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh. And so that phrase, glory in Christ Jesus, or rejoice in Christ Jesus, is um, something I think of when I think of you, brother. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see you loving the Savior, loving the gospel, seeking to build your life and family on it. And uh, for you all listeners, uh, when my wife and I first started at Providence back 2004, this is, it was the first couple of years we were here, Dave was preaching one Sunday, and he used an illustration from the movie Cars, a Disney Pixar movie, came out back in 06, so we're talking 14 years ago or so, and he was talking about how this main character of the movie, Lightning McQueen, he's this you know proud, conceited race car uh, who throughout the throughout the movie he he learns lots of lessons of humility and he comes to begins to consider the interest of others and at the very end there's this this really moving scene where this old time racer in his last race crashes and he 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 stops and goes back to help him and you in your sermon illustration were talking about what a beautiful picture this was of the humility that God wants to cultivate in the hearts of his children and and ultimately where we see it in Christ and the cross. And I was just struck by, wow, he saw the beauty of the gospel watching this Disney movie, right? Mm. And so that's really why I wanted to have this conversation with you is, is why is this important? How can we do it? So let me start off. Let me throw this question out, Dave. Mm-hmm. Why is it important to remember the gospel and be reminded of the gospel through everyday life, through illustrations, through things like movies? Mm. Yeah, definitely. And first of all, I think growing up, you know, my dad modeled this for me, but I I think I ended up taking it and putting it in certain categories. Maybe it's more of a a Sunday thing and I kind of do my own thing and, you know, really didn't. So um, the gospel was compartmentalized totally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and then I think just through through discipleship and really, I, I think the thing that stuck with me the most is just the picture of I've always thought the the sun it rises in the east sets in the west but it actually doesn't <laughs> we're moving the, the sun's right. not and actually it's it's the center of the universe where uh, everything is orbiting around that and I oftentimes thought I was the center of the universe and <laughs> didn't go well and so when I began to make that huge shift in my own heart 
of seeing that, that all the planets of my life will function properly if Christ is at the center of everything. And so I was a hu- huge sports fan. I played two sports in college. And so I was always at the center of the universe <laughs> in my own eyes. And it just didn't go well at all. And so even beginning to enjoy sports and life with Christ at the center, uh, there was a freedom that came with that, a real freedom where uh, if I didn't perform, he's, I'm still loved. And if I didn't, if I did perform well and did well, it wasn't the ultimate. Christ is the ultimate. And uh, I think just being able to have Christ at the center of the everyday of life, right? First Corinthians 15 is such a great text. It's influenced my life. This is of first importance that Jesus Christ died for our sins, was buried and rose from the dead, uh, according to the scriptures. Amen. And so, you know, uh, if this is a first importance... You want to give it first importance. You want to give it first importance in everything. In yeah. 1 Corinthians 10, 31 is a big one too. You know, uh, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, you do for the glory of God. I've always wondered, why do you eat or drink? And I, I think you went to the, the very basic Most bottom basic. <laughs> denominator yeah. that it takes to live eating and drinking. Do that for the glory of God. So orange juice... When you think about the beauty of orange juice being grown, God provided the rain for it. Someone bought it, put it in the grocery store. I could squeeze it and drink it and get vitamin C out of it. That's all for the glory of Christ. He's a, he's done that. Yeah. He's, a, he's allowed that. So just, it's a bit, of, it's a huge shift in my own life and my- A little bit of a Copernican revolution. Yeah, yeah that's right. it. That's it. Yeah. So. No, that's really good. That, uh, you know, Christ is supreme. Colossians 1, he himself will have first place in all things. That's right. And I feel like in a sense, that's what you're saying is you- began to see, hey, in my orange juice, in my basketball, Jesus is first. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So how can we grow in our ability to do this, to recognize the worth of Christ, the beauty of Christ, the supremacy of Christ when we're drinking orange juice, when we're, you know, when we're walking the dog, when we're doing something, folding laundry with our kids. I mean, there's, mm. there's so many where we all probably tend to, to forget Christ and his worth and his beauty. And so what can we actively do to open our eyes more? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know, I, I think, I think any, the first thing is, is a heart of gratitude for the gospel. I, th- I think when you, if you ever get past the fact that you have been justified and redeemed by God, it's 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 not good. And and so I think staying close to the cross, staying close to the resurrection, staying close to the sinfulness of your heart, not in a way that I, it just humbles you when when you really think through that. And so daily, um, you know, whatever you do in your quiet time, whatever you do in your prayer time, whatever I, I think. Gratitude for grace, mercy, and the gospel should be a part of the daily prayer life of the believer. I, I think uh, you, can, you have a list of things to pray for. Yes, all these things. But I think Colossians 2, I, I love the way he says in, in verse uh, 6, to, to be rooted and built up, uh, established in the faith, overflowing with gratitude. I think gratitude does something to the heart that postures you on a daily walk to to be mindful of the gospel, to be just mindful of the gospel of of every breath that he gives is a gift. Acts 17, he's appointed the boundaries and places we are to live. He is the sovereign one who has granted and given life. And so so there's a there's a how do you cultivate gratitude? Um, I, I learned from some friends that lived overseas, you you know these folks. They do a thankful, a gratitude journal uh, every year. And uh, and on on Thanksgiving Day they take about 10 hours. Yeah, I said that correctly. That's not a something wrong with the mic there. 10 hours. Yeah. And they each go around their family and they read 
their journal of gratitude. And the first year they did it, the kids had about three things that they were thankful for. But after about 10 years, uh, a couple years ago, the dad uh, actually, he just, he called me and said, hey, uh, my journal this year has 1,291 things. Wow. And, and they read, they read every one of them. And, and, and so when you go through an exercise like that, yeah. it cultivates deep gratitude for God and the ultimate gratitude is for the gospel and what he's done you know, for us in Christ. There's, I think there's a reality that we're forgetful people. And I think of our Piper say that we're all humans are like a sieve, right? We mm. fill it up with water, but it's constantly running out. And, mm. and so you're describing an intentionality to remember mm. the works of God That's and it. to remember them in a celebratory way and also in a way that humbles us and reminds us of what grace we've received, mm. how freely. It's good. So how about any recent examples of something you've just seen, experienced in your daily life that's reminded you of the gospel, that's a signpost in the world around you that you've seen and helped you remember the Savior? Mm, yeah. Obviously, right now, we're in a global pandemic, and COVID-19 has really just awakened my own heart to the reality of the brokenness in the world, to see the how that's impacted. I mean, the smell of death is everywhere. There's a, there's a sort of this, uh, I think um, the way I categorize it sometimes, there's just a sobering to life right now of the reality of, of life and death and even some of the tensions with the race issues that are going on. I mean, th- these these things are, are real. They're they're. They're painful. They, and, and, and I think all of that, pointing my eyes, uh, especially for COVID, is pointing my eyes not to just the disease that it is, but to the death that it brings. COVID is, is the means which death comes. But the reason, the reason we're going to die is because of sin. Uh, sin is, there's different means of, of death, but the, the ultimate uh, reason we die, the wages of our sin is, is death, right? And so it's just been a reminder that I'm going to die. Uh, I, I hope it's it's not soon. I hope I can get the kids out the house and help mama with that, yeah. right? But the reality is, uh, even as a follower, even as a pastor, I'm going to die one day. And I'm at peace with that because of what the, re- the Christ has done. The resurrection uh, is the only hope I have. Uh, yeah. The resurrection of Christ is the only hope. I love the way... Fi- Corinthians 15 ends, you know, it says, therefore be steadfast and move, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Even though I'm going to die and people are dying, that we labor in such a way to point them to Christ and using everyday illustrations, especially with your kids from stoplights, the red light gives you a few minutes to not jump on the phone, right? You shouldn't be texting and driving, and, but, but right. to be able to just look around. I love the fall. You know, one of the things we use in, as far as illustrations around, I love when the leaves change. I love when they turn. The, the beauty of the color always comes when they die. And so I just love pointing those out, pulling over, taking a picture with the kids or grabbing one and then walking through, you know, the, the beauty of our life when it's hidden in Christ, uh, and it shines is when we die to self and live for Christ. Mm. And, and, and so I just, you know, we'll randomly, I'll get kind of crazy, pull over, grab some leaves, yeah. you know, and then what are you doing that? And I'm like, Let, let's talk about the gospel. <laughs> Brother, thank you for your ministry to our church uh, these 24 years now. Is that right? 25 next month. 25 yeah. next month. Yeah. Praise Great. God for his grace to you and your, your, uh, your service here. And thanks for helping us think about glorying in Jesus through this little conversation today. And thank you all for tuning in. Catch you on the next episode.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Shaped Home Podcast, produced by Providence Baptist Church of Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and resources from Providence, visit us online at pray.org. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts.